Life Happens with Pinelo Modine. is my guest this afternoon we promised you delicious music and he's got a new album out he joins me now on the line Salilo, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us good afternoon Thank you so much, Pimelo. Good afternoon to you and to the listeners out there. So we just played Sishiro Trpa Mamudiehi. How do you reflect on these songs when you think back in your career? Well, Sishiro, uh, starting with Sishiro, is one of the most important songs that I've ever written. Um, it, 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 was, it is my first composition. For the first time that I wrote music, I composed on my own. Sishiro was the first song. And I wrote it while I was on a train. I was uh, I had my acoustic guitar, still beginning to learn guitar. I was going to Sichero, where I I heard that that's that's the place where my my father lives because I grew up not knowing my father, mm. and I needed to know where he was. And then when I heard that he's in Sichero, I remember going on that train. And while I was in the in, the, in this overnight train. Um, I just took my guitar and started strumming. You know, even though the train was making noise, mm. I could find that silence. Mm. I could find the silence and I could strum the guitar in my own space. And um, that melody is, is what came up. Mm. That's how Sushiro was born. And it became a big song. I mean, I remember later on at the uh, University of Cape Town, it was now arranged for a big band and it ended up being one of the songs prescribed for third-year students who do guitar. Mm. And Mamudiehi, uh, you went on to Terpa, which is very historic. Terpa is a, is a story of me observing my grandfather singing this chorus of uh, and then it's got a second part which says, hey, uh, oh, oh, that this grandfather do when I was like four years old. Mm-hmm. And then later when I was around 11, I went to... Uh, in a village, I went to some uh, place where there was a ceremony, and I mm. had old people singing. And us, me, myself, and my peer group, we started responding to what they were singing. And we said, hey, oh, because we didn't know what they were saying. Mm. And later on, when I was uh, studying composition at the University of Cape Town, I, I started working on the music that you hear. And I, I asked myself, how could I make this? a fully African song. And mm-hmm. then I thought, let me go back and put those other two periods together and, and combine them with the music. And that's how Trapa was born. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I worked um, on Mamudieri. It was just a way of trying to express to the younger generation of women that I see today that when they, after they get married, they don't, they don't go to Oma Mazala or the men's home <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah i'm encouraging them like for i've never been there because the homo come they are still waiting for you you know so i'm encouraging her, her to embrace her, her new family, her new life, her new culture. You know, um, most of your music, and the reason I asked you that question uh, when I started this conversation is that most of your music is very reflective. And the yes, last yes, time we spoke, 
you know, you weren't in a good space. And I wondered about your new album. I wondered what story it's going to tell. And and I also yeah. wanted to ask you um, a really sincere question. So how are you now? Um, I just, I just, I just came, I just came off a, a train that, off a coach of a train that, that had uh, uh, one wheel missing, mm. almost, um, I, I mean, uh, it almost capsized me. Uh, mm. I came out of a rough time. Mm. Uh, I came out of, uh, during this time, between September 26 mm. and, and October 29th, uh, one thing is I had to bid goodbye uh, my younger brother who was a loved oh. one. And on the, on the 29th of October was for me, to cry over bidding goodbye um, my very father that I, I have never gotten to know um, enough, you know. Um, so so I, I've, come, I've come out of that, but the birth and the arrival of this album, as in it was on a Thursday when I bid my father goodbye, mm-hmm. on Friday when I, I came back to my family, I said, this is new life. Mm-hmm. All blessings are released now, and now this is the, the, new, the new space. And that's how I started. Um, I received the first uh, batch of um, Eight Colors of the Rainbow. And then I just started going out crazy, selling to people, announcing it on social media. And so it's been amazing. Um, I love where I am right now. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to play something from Eight Colors of the Rainbow. And we'll talk some more about it later. Sure, sure. So Gibao is what we're playing you in the background there. And before that, we played you I'll Ask Freedom featuring LB. Now, Salelo, I'm listening to the melody. I'm listening to this music. And you told me about when you decided to make the call to start selling the album and so on. But what space were you in when you were putting this music together? It sounds fresh. It sounds light. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's a combination of of moods. Um, for instance, I will ask freedom. Mm. It, it was written during the, the hard lockdown. Mm. Uh, at the same time, during the hard lockdown, it was the peak of the Black, Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. So that was my response to Black Lives Matter because every time, everywhere I looked all over the world and people were rising up, uh, making a call, and I needed to, I felt this is something that touches me quite deep and i i needed I, to add my voice in there to say really li- black lives matter because everywhere you look in the world it is the black lives that are always at the back foot so I, so you know yes, yes. I, I i think um i'll ask freedom is going to be a global phenomenon was it a difficult decision on on who was going to be sing the who's going to be singing those vocals it was quite difficult. It was quite difficult, and but but at the same time, um, I, I believe that somebody out there will, will come through. And um, a, you know, a friend that I, I produced an album for ten, about in 2010, then told me that there's still somebody. There's a lady, uh, LB. She's from South LA. Can you please try her out? And mm-hmm. knowing that she's from South, South LA, and I've got a daughter in the US, mm-hmm. and, and I was communicating with her on how is she dealing with the Black Lives Matter uh, riots. Mm-hmm. 
and and she she was worried and saying, "Daddy, I wish I could just leave this place." And so somehow I needed to connect with LB because she knew the environment mm-hmm. that side. And when she came in studio, she was really magic. Uh, it was about two takes, and we had um, I will ask them mm-hmm. down. Look, Kibao is is just you. All of you all over the Kibao. So I can hear you. I can hear um you know your your vintage fans will will resonate with Kibao. It's a beautiful album, Salela. I wish you all the best. Thank you for talking to us. And also thank you for for making the time to do this, to to put out an album, another album. Thank you so much. I'm I'm really um I'm enjoying it myself. I listen to it all the time in in my car. And as you say, Kebao is just so me. Mm. And I mean, I can hear my the, the strength and the nuances of my home mm. people singing in there. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful talking to you. All the best. Thank you so much, Salelo. Thank you, Milo. Thank you so much. And to the listeners out there, the album is out. Let's enjoy it. Thank you so much. The album is called Eight Colors of the Rainbow. It is already out, Salelo Salota. There. So please, I mean, let's let's do what we can to support him.